Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Briggs, here with the super producer, Ez McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? I'm good, my man. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Glad to be here. Hey, man. Happy New Year to you, brother. Happy New Year to you as well. Yeah, yeah. Hey, just curious. Uh, we'll get to the, uh, more, the church announcements in a minute. So I was talking to George Jessens today. Shout out to him. Right. And uh, we, we were joking about just like, how long do you say Happy New Year? How long do you, do you say it? Happy uh the first week first week first week of the so, year yeah see i'm i'm till mlk day like for real it's like that monday then i officially stopped because i figured like you know especially professionally you may not talk to people for like about two weeks people on vacation yada 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 when they come back send a couple emails i say happy new year and I, but like mlk that's not it gets tiring jan <laughs> seven January what I'm saying, 7th. you're not saying it to like, for example, the next time we do the pie, you're not gonna say Happy New Year, Rob. We've said it to each other already. If I haven't seen you all year before MLK, it's I hit a, you with it's H-M-I. a given after it's a given after a week. Damn, no need to say it again. Let them they say it now, or, or to say it to them. They've yeah. they've heard it already many times. Yeah. I'm sure. Hey man, let them they say it now. So thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pie. We do not. For again, that's the weakest thing. That lank thing is so trash, but whatever, man. Y'all go ahead, Google that. Reese Davis, let a let name say, you know, and, and what's the name? Milro, Justin Milro, whatever his name is. So I'm thinking, sorry, I think that was a little too contrived. I mean, come on, man. It's said, like, come on, bro. Y'all know what y'all doing, man. Yeah, come on, man. But yeah. I'm, I'm starting saying to people, though, for real, real spill, put that in the lexicon. <laughs> But thank you for checking us out. We do not take your list- listens lightly. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at SuperDuperPod and at HP53 Productions. And also online at HP53Productions.com for our merch and additional content such as the Father Good Podcast with Marshall Gibbons and, and Kenny Stevenson. And our own Ed McMahon with the Easy Smoke and GM Podcast. I know you guys talked about Justin Fields, Eber Flus. You know what they should do. I mean, you you think they should keep the pick, right? I mean, I'm with you though. They should, I mean, I, I mean, uh, trade the pick and keep Justin oh, yeah. Fields. Yeah, I think Justin Fields is. I think in the last the last couple of weeks here, he solidified that he is the quarterback I, I of the agree. future. I would agree. Um, you trade the pick. Uh, we we were talking. We we uh, we recorded last night, mm. and uh, one thing I brought up, I said, man, you 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 had the number one pick last year, and you were able to 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 get a, a heck of a haul for it. Mm-hmm. Now you got. You know, Carolina's pick this year. You got the number one pick again. You can trade it, get a heck of a haul for it. Mm-hmm. Trade it to there. a team that, you know, it's probably going to be a loser next year. Right. And next thing you know, you got another top five pick next year that mm-hmm. you'll have on top of your first round pick. And you know yeah. what you do at that point? Trade it, yeah. You trade it again. <laughs> a bad team. Yeah. And you know what you do the next year? Mm-hmm. You get you get a, you get get another pick. Big and you trade deal. it again. Big and you get another pick. Up. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about you, we we could go on for for four or five years with this thing, man. Yeah, and took a took a deal pulling the Chicago Bears role and made stop all this stuff, cut it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's sure- a good thing. So yeah, yeah, Justin J uh, uh, JF one is 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 the quarterback for the future. I think so. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. 
So make sure you check out more sports takes and more Bears love at the Easy Smoke and GM podcast. You find it wherever you listen to this podcast. So, as we got some stuff to talk about, but of course, we got to talk about this Cat Williams that's been, uh, been like all over. Pe- people sending, I don't know, people sending it to me. It's on everybody's feed on social media. That's how I find it. I got it. I got a note that said, This cat, I've been listening to this Cat Williams for 10 minutes and it's wild. So I was like, All right, let me. How much, how much, how much of it did you listen to? Uh, I probably listened to the first 20 minutes. Okay. Then it was like, I started, I just fast forwarded through it. I was like, You know, if I, if I pack up on something. And then what I, what I did was went to like IG and people were putting out clips, like the ludicrous clip. Was something that was on everybody's timeline. Uh, I don't know if you saw that part. I I, I watched yeah. most of it. I actually I actually uh, I didn't do it, man. I actually listened to. I think I got through about an hour forty five of it mm-hmm. and fell asleep. So I actually fell asleep with it playing. Jeez, so cat was speaking in your brain, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nah, um, man, it was it was entertaining. Got this is seven million views. I mean, you know, from what we do, that ain't that's not nothing. You understand? In a it, day. Doggone. And so, you know, everybody, you see the comments like cat speaking that truth. You could tell he's giving truth energy, yada, yada, yada. I mean, you know, I don't know who to believe, what to believe. Okay. So that was watching. So go ahead. There was some stuff that could be believable. Sure. No doubt about it. And then there was some stuff that was just outright lies. Like mm-hmm. he can run a 41640. No. <laughs> yeah. Shannon Sharp was like, come on, dog. That's not that's not happening. Let's let's stop that playboy, man. No, if you ever wanted a four a four one six forty, you 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 were going to the Olympics. Mm, he, he would be Olympics. He wouldn't be telling jokes. I tell you that much. Right, even right, even if he's right. still who he was, like, hey, you too fast to not be running <laughs> at all. Oh no, nobody I can't, out here. I can't buy that. But, um, but you know, it's something how uh, you know the the whole podcast and you know this space has allowed for like you know documented uh, conversation, right? Because before people were just kind of talking; it was always hearsay, and now it's like this is what I said. Like on a podcast, you have no reason to do a bunch of lies, like you know, crazy lies. Like I think some of the stuff you talk about, some of the people might have some truth to it, just because I mean, you know. They can sue you for defamation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, libel, that's, that stuff is real. And here he is on a pod, some, seven million views later, but some, man. But some of it, you know, he does have the uh, the Central Entertainer thing. I saw the, the, the clip of the, the comic view that he was talking about where Cedric mm-hmm. may have taken the idea of his joke. Mm-hmm. That's out there. Yeah. So he's seen some of it, you know, he's got, he's, he's, he's got the receipts for it. Uh, then there's some of it, uh, like I said, the 41640. That, that I was like, that was pretty wild, man. The, that's pretty the, nice. the ludicrous and the Illuminati. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, that, I don't was, know. that was hey, man. Get, but get, guess what, though? You know, it's, it's, it was, inter- as you said, it was entertainment. It got the internet talking, got the, you know, black, black Twitter, black X. They call it black man, X. Black man, he's roasting people. He it was, was everybody, everybody, man. I mean, didn't stop. It was wild. So I, I appreciate somebody who goes scorched earth, right? Because it's like, I ain't got like 50 Cent been trolling Diddy. It's been ugly. It's like 50, man, slow down, bro. But it's like, I don't care <laughs> what, I, what, what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm out here now. Now, so, I do have, I know you don't want to go too too much on this. Okay. But I, I do have one question on this. Yeah. The Kevin Hart stuff. He called him a, a plant, mm-hmm. right? Why, mm-hmm. why would they plant him, um, you know, when... Or because he called he called him an industry plant. So mm. when he got to LA, he already had deals set up, and so he called right. him an industry plant. What what I didn't understand 
Well, I guess it's like you know, this is my understanding of it. And I just what's he what's so, he what's he covering up or or well, well, it might it might not even just about what he's covering up. It's just more about like he's there to see what other you know to be like to see what other people are doing, right? Maybe like you know we like you. Like I put you in this position, so you can tell me what this person's doing, that person's doing, how this stuff is going, and we'll. And as you get success, right, they'll want to maybe connect with you, work with you, yada yada yada. So it's almost like they put him in a. This is this is how I understood Cat Williams' claim. Let me just say that this is not this is from Cat Williams. What I'm saying, they put Kevin Hart in a position to then like say, you know, this is how. This is these are jokes that are popping on. This is the things that's gonna work, and then it benefits them, right? Because he can then just get this automatic success, or or it's like we'll we're gonna choose you to be successful on our terms, right? To to make it go kind of like when we think about um trading places, right? Like they there was a whole test of we got what's what was her name Val Valentine, Valentine, and they yeah, put Valentine him in that Murphy position, and, uh, right? And Winthrop. And so, and so it was like, all right, we're gonna put you here. Now, granted, that was more of a a a a, a game or competition of sorts, but it still was the same same thought. We're gonna put you here and just make and see how you can do it because we think it'll work, and we're gonna control your destiny, you know, so on and so forth. And any benefit that you give us, we'll take advantage of it. And if you fail, we we'll kick you out of here, you know. So that's that's what I thought. So it's, it's more like he didn't get here because of his own merit and the work that the rest of us had to do, right? Yeah, he kind of funny. He kind of this, but we he didn't do the work we did. That's that's how I read it. And you know that's a tricky one because, I mean, it's like to me, Kevin Hart did a lot of work. He worked. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh, I feel big like man. He he did he's work. The hardest, he's the hardest working man in Hollywood. Yeah, it's like sometimes working too hard almost, man. It's like, bro, you gonna be able to enjoy this, man? Uh, but you know, I get and I, and I I've always heard that people have had some hate towards Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? Just because he he did get to a point. Now it was a point. Kevin Hart was almost too many places. You know what I'm saying? It was like he's on ESPN. He was he's like, bro, just give us a break. But uh, hey, man, he he trying to cash them checks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then while they're giving them out, let me let me let me cash them. Yeah, but it seems like a lot of people just have beef with Kevin Hart. Like if it's not, and it's and it seems like it's been um Cat Williams versus Kevin Hart for a while. Yeah, no, I, I remember he had Kevin Hart was on the Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. It was him and Tiffany Haddish. And so he was talking about, uh, I guess Cat may have been talking about Tiffany Haddish, which he brought up with Shannon yeah. Sharp a little yeah. bit. But he was uh, a gatekeeper, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. And so Kevin sort of told some truth on the Breakfast Club. This was this is a couple of years ago. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's been going on for a while now. Yeah, and I guess this is the whole thing too. Like, if you are a person like Kevin, because he, I saw some tweet. I don't know if it's you know you don't know you don't know what's real or not nowadays with AI. I mean, you might not even be real AI. Somebody else could be producing this show. I don't know, but uh, it was like never know. Ke Ke Kevin, I guess the Kevin's comment was like, "Man, it's sad. People just mad." Check out my new movie. It was like <laughs> I, I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, well, Cat Williams kind of right. He said he was like, "I'm just talking to talk. They talk to sell." I was like, "Well, that is." That is true. You don't hear from him unless now. Okay, I will say this. I thought it was now he put in a contract. Another person can't be in a movie. Was well, Ricky Smiley can be in a movie unless he's wearing a dress. I was like, I was like, hot. What studio said yes to this? <laughs> was it Lionsgate? <laughs> saying like, who said yes to this, bruh? Come on, man. I think Ricky. I saw Ricky Smiley kind of took the high road today. And, yeah, you know, said a.
I'm not going to hate on him because he's got family just like I got family and they were hurt by what he said. I'm not going to hurt his family. So, it's, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that's cool. Yeah, it's just stuff. It's like, man, people, people, people out here snitching. Just it's get it get messy out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't nobody keep no secrets no more. What happened to old Hollywood? Where people die with secrets. You know what I'm saying? They don't have, they don't die with secrets no more. Is nah, they put them nah. out there, bro? So, man, happy, happy 2024, man. We, we out here with the mess, top of the year. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. Hey, you know, you know who's happy though? Diddy, because they not we're not talking about we're him talking for about a couple him. days. <laughs> but don't worry, they'll be. They'll be back in a couple of days at you, sir. Uh, but as I wanted to read the story to you, man, I saw it in the New York Times. It was after uh, the New Year started. Still, yeah, this article, I saw it, man. I just wanted to bring it to you. I know, you know, you and I joke, laugh on here a lot. We debate and jest and in fun, right? But we also bring up some serious topics. I just wanted to share this with you because I wanted to see your thought and also kind of get people to hear about it. So you may have heard about this um, Ohio woman who miscarried faces a charge that she abused a corpse. So this is like, have you heard about this case? No, I have not. Yeah, so apparently a woman who, um, in Ohio, she had a, a short-term pregnancy, so the baby you pretty much died about, it's kind of, and I've talked about this kind of what happened with twins, right? They, the baby was, uh, died early, right? And was in early before 22 weeks. And so she went to the doctor because it was like, you know, some things were going on with her. Her body. So let me start with this. So the woman, Brittany Watts, 34, of Warren, Ohio, was, was arrested in October after passing a fetus in her bathroom and trying to flush the remains down the toilet. Uh, the case has been before Trumbull County Grand Jury since November. If convicted, Ms. Watts, who was black, could face up to a year in pr prison. She pleaded not guilty. So although records show that Ms. Watts spontaneously miscarried, a finding that the state has not challenged, the case has come under scrutiny by lawyers and reproductive health advocates who say that prosecuting her is baseless and may deter other women who miscarry from obtaining medical attention that they need. So apparently... Wait, so what was she... I'm, I'm confused here, so... Yeah, I get to it. So, okay. so, so what happened is she went to the doctor... Um, so she was 21 weeks and five days pregnant when she was admitted to St. Joseph Hospital back in September. She had vaginal bleeding on September 19th. Doctors determined that her water broke. So again, again, this again, I've gone through this. So like at about 20, there's a certain point that it's like the baby can make it. Baby babies can make it because their organs are formed just enough that the doctors can kind of do what they got to do. But there's a point where it's like, if they don't get to the certain timeline and it's about 22 weeks or so, um, that like the body just isn't formed. So again, you know, I talked about this on the pod. So, you know, it's not that, uh, in 2010, uh, expecting twins, they died, right. They were born about 21 weeks and, you know, Maddie and Jackson, Maddie died before she was birthed, which is why we had to induce the labor. And Jackson was then born. Jackson, I saw him, saw him in my hand as he breathed like five, six times and died. Cause it was like, there was nothing they could do. Yeah. I, was, I mean, I, I saw it. So, you know, I understand what's happening. So, um, she went to the doctor, determined that her water broke prematurely and her cervix became dilated. So pretty much she's going into labor, right? Miss Watts also had a significantly elevated white blood cell count. Uh, doctors were able to detect cardiac activity, but recommended she be induced and deliver the fetus despite its non-viable status. So, so despite, the baby not being able to make it, they want to want to deliver the fetus, right? Uh, 
So during her initial visit to the hospital, Ms. Watts left after waiting eight hours for a hospital ethics panel to determine whether to induce her pregnancy without legal ramifications. So they got her sitting in the hospital, which is happening, right? She's pretty much going into labor and waiting eight hours so she can make a decision, okay? Because she was on the cusps of Ohio's viability timeline at 22 weeks years old. So the the hospital declined to comment. So Ms. Watts went home to process the information she was told. She returned the next day with the same symptoms and left a second time without treatment. So she went to the hospital twice. Uh, then on September 22nd, Ms. Watts passed the fetus at home alone in her bathroom and returned to the hospital where she received a dilation and, cu- and curatage, also called a DNC, so pretty much they got rid of it. Um, the hospital notified the Warren City Police Department about the miscarriage and the need to locate the fetus. The police found the fetus clogged in her bathroom toilet. The report said, noting that Ms. Watts had told police she disposed of what she believed to be the remains of a bucket in her backyard. So now, the reason this is becoming a whole thing, because Ohio had a law that is not always enforced. So the law in question bars the treatment of a human corpse in a way that the person knows would outrage either reasonable family sensibilities resulting in a misdemeanor or community sensibility. So pretty much they're saying she... The law is you treat a human corpse incorrectly. That might make the community or people around you be horrified of sorts, right? So then, but people are saying, well, her lawyer, of course, from a legal perspective, there's a definition of corpse here, um, you know, and of course, because the baby had already passed, the baby had died. And so um, they're, they're just kind of going back and forth about it. But this, here's the whole, right, why it's a whole big thing, right? That that law, right, she was right at the line of it. And of course, we know what passed with the Roe v. Wade, Mm-hmm. being expanded and states having their own rights to just kind of determine what they can do in their own state but again it's something like this see when we talk about no one, it no one thinks about this this right. aspect of it exactly and, and we're not saying we're not asking, telling you to be pro-choice or pro-life either way but it's just like if y'all gonna make a decision think through the whole thing because something like this because again the reason the twins had, had to and labor had to be induced because at the time their mom Temperature shot up to 105. Doctor looked me dead in my face and said, what do you want to do? Yeah, Either that's, she's going to yeah. die or they going to die. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So what's you not, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's a call that people have to make. So, you know, you guys keep up with the story. I saw this in the New York Times, but I'm sure you can Google it and find it on CNN. But I mean, you know, this is like, she's really being prosecuted for this dog. So on top of, you know, losing a child, right? You know what I'm saying? And all that goes into that, like feeling like it's your fault or what what have you. She might be going to jail for a year. Ain't that, you, you understand when this? Does, when does common sense prevail? That's what I'm, I mean. At this point, it was it should be like, can y'all give her counseling? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. can, can you provide some means uh, of support for this woman? I mean, because again, it doesn't speak of uh, that she has, like she's married or something, so she's probably doing this by herself, which is unfortunate. You know what I mean? And it's like, they're, they're going through the law. Like, the law itself is trash, right? That's what these folks are these legal experts are saying, man, but that's, mm-hmm. you said it perfectly as it becomes, we get so wrapped up in law, we get so wrapped up in, um, you know, we get so wrapped up in law, get so wrapped up in trying to be quote unquote right, that we miss out on things that like this, you, any other time you go, okay, what was, what's healthy for this mom right here? You know what right. I'm saying? And even at my church, a lot of times, you know, and I think as pastors they, they they say you know we we of course we're pro-life this is what we have to do but if you but their whole thing is people who are pro-life can't just be pro-life at the point of birth 
you got to make it so if you go if you want these babies to be in this world, you have to then provide make provisions for them to be taken care of, right? You know, giving these parents who maybe are having abortions because they don't have money the ability to get food and you know shelter and you know jobs don't want to go that far right so this stuff is wild man and uh i encourage you to read more about this as you can as dr williams always said you know check your sources check your paces but also just you know read for yourself and but just thought i saw that as i'm just like man people just ain't using their head my dad says that all the time use your dog on head and it's like folks why is this lady in court like yeah. why why is she arrested like really y'all up y'all up file for this you know what i'm saying and, uh, you know, if you guys disagree, let us know on Instagram. Well, you know, people hit me all the time in the DM. So, you know, I'll, I'll look for your messages there. So, uh, I know we brought it down from the Cat Williams stuff, huh? Jesus. Yeah, that's... So, anyway, yeah, that's what we do, man. That's, what that's we do, all right, man. though, man. Gotta, gotta talk about what's going on out there. So, check this out, Is Now, um, I never knew this, that January 1st, this is from Mashable.com, January 1st, is public domain day in the United States. You know about this? You ever heard about this? No. Man, I knew this was a no. thing, sort of, like, you know, sort of. So apparently, this is the day a bunch of artwork from the past evolves into its final form as public property. So arts that's out of copyright exists for all of us to use, rewrite, subvert, slice of pieces. You know, I won't talk about the project that we're working on, you know, our big, our big idea, but like, you know, it's like, if this is public property, anybody can use it. We can write it, make a movie, so on and so forth. So all these things that are in the public domain, including uh, like a Walt Disney property. What's it called? Okay, I'm going to find it out here. So Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse as is, as depicted in Playing Crazy and Steamboat Willie. So this is something from like the 1930s or something, man. 20s at that least. Was, that was the, the original... Uh... Uh, cartoon, the Mickey yeah. cartoon. So that's public domain. So any, so I think they made it. Somebody made it like a horror game out of it, but they took it down because it had some like uh, anti-Semitic, like Nazi themes to it. So they had to kind of redo the game. It was like a, uh, redo the game. Like y'all wilding, bro. Get your first chance and you, sc- and you screw it up. But it's a few other things that's uh, open in the public domain. So Tigger depicted as the house at Pooh Corner. Uh, the humor of the Marx Brothers is seen in Animal Crackers. Again, this is real old stuff. But check this out. W.E. Du Bois, Dark Princess. Like, that is a, a book that he wrote. It's a combination of a romance, a political fiction that explores the themes of race, class, and colorism in a global context. So it's like, hey, man, you know, are they doing all these movie reboots and what have you? And guys, the public domain is available to you right now. You know what I'm saying? Virginia Woolf's Orlando... Uh, you ever heard of Wonder Gags, Millions of Cats? Sound like a book you read is. No, I'm so that's out. Of a, is that, that's not you? I'm out. No. Okay, I was going to get I'm it out. for you, bro. We're no, going to you want to make a movie out of it. Thank you for not doing that. Hey, man, I do what I can. Do what I can, bro. So, uh, yeah, man, just some, some nerd news 2024. And as we talk about the New Year change, you know, everybody, when the New Year starts, people love to do what is. Yeah, New Year's resolutions. New Year, right. new new me. So, do you do resolutions as? Is that, is that your nope. thing? Never. <laughs> Why not, man? What's the point? I'm just gonna give up on it in two oh, weeks. Oh, Ezra, that's Why? horrible. That's just that's just sad, man. Jeez. See, my thing is this: I don't wait to the first. Right? It's like I want to start doing. You know, in, in November, I'm kind of like, you know what? I want to do this more. 
Like, let me let me start now, right? So when it, when the, when the year hit, I'm already rolling. You know what I mean? It's not like I, I get started. So it's like you know, we're doing this thing in my church, doing a fast. I'm trying to eat differently and you know get ready for that. But that's that's my whole thing. So they talked from this article on GoSkills.com, the ten most common New Year's resolutions. So what what do you think is on there? Is oh, number one is I'm uh, going to the gym. Yeah, exactly. Look at you, exercise yeah. more. Yeah, that's right. Two is lose weight. Yep. Three is get organized. Now that is a, that is something I'm always trying to get better at, man. Life seems to be getting nutty. And I and I heard before we get to the rest of the list, like the key to keeping a resolution is to kind of get started and get rolling before like March, because like once like April May, you feel like the year is gone. So then it's sh- like yeah, yeah, I, I, I screwed up. So it's like yeah. the key is to really like jump on it early. Uh, number four is learn a new skill or hobby. Five is live life to the fullest. I mean, I guess that's that's relative, depending on what your life your life is. Uh, number six, save more money, spend less money. It's not gonna happen with us in a week. Uh, <laughs> Why don't even bring it up, man? No, man. Hey, it's all good. Just gonna be golfing, walking around. Like, look at this is a nice hotel. We walk by you tomorrow. Um, quit smoking. I mean, you know. I, I, I know people smoke. It's, it's no judgment, you know what I'm saying. But it's like they didn't told us all kind of bad things that happened with squares. Oh, I, I people still judge. do. <laughs> I people, definitely do. I, it's like they tell us for real. Like, hey, listen, listen. These are cancer sticks. People still like, I need there's one. A, there's Gotta a warning it. on the box that tells you. I mean, it's wow. This really all kind shouldn't of stuff be doing this. As they say, cigarettes. Uh, it's like nah. y'all still smoking out here. And, and they caught man. They cost like twenty five dollars a pack now. That's crazy. Who's that, who's doing this? So now now I understand what a loose square man was making the making the bill. Oh, it's it's like it a dollar for what? Hey man, that, you know, at the end of the day, I might just need one to make it through the day if I get loose home. Squares, you know what I'm saying? Squares. Man. Uh spend more time with family and friends. That's all that's actually a pretty good one. You know what I'm saying? Uh travel more and read more. So of those is which which one was uh, that is if you did make resolutions which one of those would you really be trying to which which one or two would you be trying to uh, do for twenty four? Uh, I need to read more. Yeah. Uh, and 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 not just articles and mm-hmm. like books. Uh, yeah, I need to read read you know whether it's fiction or nonfiction. I need to read more books. Absolutely. Yeah. I need to be no, I need sure. to be like cat, man. <laughs> three thousand three thousand books in a year. <laughs> I gotta get there. Nicely done, man. Nicely done. Yeah, I mean, you know, what I realized, so you know, you and I, I'm very open about my Instagram addiction. I'm just gonna call it what it is, bro. At the end of the year, it said I was on Instagram seven out seven and a half hours in a week, and I was just like shocked. You know what I'm saying? On just Instagram? On just, just Instagram. Dude, just on your phone. I'm, I'm on Instagram more than I text people. And I text a lot of people throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it said I was like four hours texting, seven hours on IG. And I peeped it one day like, I was scrolling. What, you spend four hours a week texting? Yeah. How's that possible? Man, you know what I mean? People are texting? It's like all week. It's like that's how I most I have talked to people. It's through text. You got you got more friends than me, then, man. Because I <laughs> there's no way I nah, text man. that much. 
Text all the time. I'm, te- I'm texting constantly, dude. Constantly nah. texting. Because uh, a lot of times, you know, it's a lot of times you can't catch me talking because, you know, the kid, unless you were talking no, to me I get, I, get it. I don't yeah. talk on the phone either. Yeah. And I mean, trust me, I wouldn't mind talking on the phone, but it's like, you call it, it's going to be a very short conversation because I got to jump on this call and do this thing and run over here and Brooklyn got this. So it's like, it's, if you want to catch me, text me. Okay. Right. Um, here we yeah, go. Man. I, I, I average six hours, nineteen minutes, just on the phone itself. On your whole phone? No, daily. Oh. Wait, 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 screen time. Daily average five. Uh... Oh, maybe no. Yeah, see, look at you. You look at the wrong number. I knew that. Yeah. No, that's wrong. I know Damn. that's wrong. I didn't realize. Yeah, you got it bad, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Wow. So. See, it's wow, right? And it's hey, and shout out to them for showing the number. So, I one day I peeped that like I just was scrolling as I was coming back to the same video. That's how I knew I was scrolling. I'm like, how did I do this on oh, Instagram? I was like, she I got bad. back to the first video I saw. Stop it, see. And so, <laughs> so, so, so I'm trying to change, trying to be better. Twenty four, trying to live right. Twenty four, man. So, uh. I start. I put a. I put a timer on um, Instagram because well, first it was like in seven hours. Do you know how much I could read? It? I could. I could probably finish a book a week. You know what I'm saying? Oh, easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I was thinking like, so I just crack. You know, because think about it. You when you waiting at the doctor's office, or you just waiting for the train, or you got a couple minutes. You know, you finish a project. You you just crack open the phone and scroll through. I was like, I could just crack open this book. Yeah. And just read it. You know what I'm saying? And I thought about it. What am I really missing on IG like that? Um, you know what I'm saying? That, that I just can't find nothing. out. Nothing. Right? Really nothing. Okay. What I found out about Cat Williams, somebody, it was on YouTube. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? It. Like, that, so that, I heard about something. Found. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure somebody would have sent me a text or like, hey, check this out. We talked about it before this show. You know, anything, right? And so, I was, I, so to that point, I think read more is definitely at the top of my list as well because the alternative is just being on social media like that. And that's like, this is stupid. I'm I'm killing my brain for no reason. So according to a study published in the Journal of Psych- Clinical Psychology, only 46% of people who made New Year resolutions were successful. Y'all lying to y'all selves. I keep mine, man. That's wild, though. Because that means over 46, half the people- Wait, 46%? I, I actually think that's a, a high number. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, that's almost half. Nah, but that still seems low to me, man. Just because it's like, I guess my my motto in life is I don't, I try not to lie to myself, and I mean like in terms of if you say you're gonna do it, think about think about it this way. All yeah, right, you go you go to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. And and it picks up January one, mm-hmm. and prime time hours the gym is packed, mm-hmm. and then you know and it's that way January. It ends about after in MLK February is over. into yeah. well, no, no, no. It goes nah, a little bit. It go it, well, okay, to to thirty first because it gets that thirty first free trial. Yeah, and then by March it's back to normal, right? Mm-hmm. Those are all the New Year's resolution people. So you're saying forty six percent forty six percent of people are successful. That's that's a, that's a big number. But then to speak, but then hold on, is but let's let's just the way I'm looking at it's like this. At the begin that there are fifty four percent of people, right? That every year say they're gonna do something and then not do it. I, I would have I would have thought it was more like 60, 65 percent. 
Yeah, I, uh, I guess uh, maybe uh, I was I was hoping that some at some point people because and well maybe that's we'll get into why like that why people can't do their resolutions because they, they they gave you ten ways this article gives you ten ways to like complete your resolutions right to get it out there, and I think mentally prepare for change. So it's like so people might say I'm going to give up sugar or you know I'm going to okay I'm going to read more in 2024 right. Now, reading more, you kind of got to, that's a lifestyle change, right? So like we just said, you get, you break out the phone when you got to break, bring the book with you. So yeah, you got to, but you got to prepare. That's what I'm saying. Like my resolutions, I start before the January one, like preparing myself. So when the year flips, I'm kind of already there. And it's not like just a switch, you know, 1159, I'm sorry, Westside, that's <laughs> inside joke. But it's like, you, you know, at 1159, people still eating them cookies, and then it's like tomorrow. No, dog, the sugar's still in your system. Monday, <laughs> right? Oh, that's that's everybody's favorite. In two days, nah, bro. You you thinking about now? After do the weekend, I'm gonna do it. Do it now, man. And so it talks about just like you know, staying positive and try not to make. And so we make these big goals, like you know, I'm gonna run a hundred miles, you know, by the end of the year. You just that's, and if you never run, that's just it's just not gonna happen. So. I think that's probably why it led to, you know, the such a num large number of people not meeting their goals. But the change should be gradual, build on smaller changes and allow little room for error. So number two is set a goal that motivates you. Like, so, you know, something that's important to you. So a lot of times people I've seen, like, for example, shout out to, well, shout out to my brother-in-law, you know, I'm praying for him too. He had a rough start to the uh to the new year. The, the inside joke at family my family is we wish you a low key Christmas in an uneventful year. <laughs> just like just make it through the year, dog. But uh, so my brother in law uh you know prior to his issue before, he was like Mister Bodybuilder right at sixty eight years old just in super super shape. I mean, one point we went on a family trip. The brother came out. We was in Tennessee. Came always shut up. I said, Hey man, put your shirt back on. Okay, because I mean, he looked great, but say, hey, you making me feel bad, bro. I feel some kind of way. Put your shirt back on. But the reason he got there is because he, in his 50s, he went to the doctor and, you know, didn't get a favorable report. And they were going to put him on all his medicines. And his nephew was, I think, I think he's still like a, not necessarily a bodybuilder, but he was like a trainer. And he's like, listen, man, meet me at the gym, huh? I take care of you. You know, instead of taking those pills, You'll just come work out with me. And like all the health stuff that was bothering him went away, but that mattered to him, right? Mm -hmm. Setting that because it mattered. It's like he he didn't want to be unhealthy. He didn't want to die early. And that's like became his life. So, you know, that is, again, we think we just pick goals that like out the blue, you know what I'm saying? Because they sound nice, but it's not really important to you. So it's easy to drop it right at the end at the end of January or or when some challenge comes in, in your way. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, think about, but I think this is also a larger question about just what goals and dreams do you have as a person? Because I mean, I think I think a lot, people, I feel like as people have given up on like having dreams and goals, you know what I'm saying? We just kind of just, just kind of exist and do. Not all, you know, there are some people tried to George Jetson, you know what I'm saying? There are some people who are just like, we are successful. We're going to do this thing. But I think just for all of just because your goal might not be, uh, I'm going to make a million dollars, doesn't doesn't mean you still shouldn't have a goal. Like, you know, you should have goals for your kids. Chipmunks, we write our stuff. What we want to do this year? You mm -hmm. know, what 
how many books y'all want to read, you know, where y'all want to go. Like you should, I think you should just have some kind of North Star that like you should be working towards, you know, something every year because then you just out here just waking, you know, oh, God willing, waking up, but you're just like walking around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't got no, you got no, no plan for the year, like no trip. And, and listen, I'm not saying this was from some high and mighty place. I've been there, dog, where it's like you just existing. Right, you just kind of getting up and just just trying to get through the day. That's not really living, you know what I'm saying? That's at, that's not living at all, man. Because the true, I think, essence of life is just is like you're living and you're, you're working towards something, man. That's when you like are really trying and you're really doing when you're working towards something. So, mm -hmm. uh, pass by the collection plate. You got my cash app. Uh, number three, limit <laughs> limit resolutions to a manageable amount. So. Which we'll read straight from the from the uh, site. A common mistake in resolution setting is having too many and spreading yourself too thin. So, like, you're gonna read more, stop doing cocaine. You're gonna run a hundred miles. Uh, hope you stop doing cocaine. And uh, you're gonna, you know, yeah, you're you gonna, need to uh, yeah, worry about the cocaine should, issue first. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Number one. If you're doing cocaine, that should be your toy twenty four goal. Just yeah, want to put that out there. You should stop that. It's not definitely that's, stuff. It's not a good thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but you know, like people have a hundred goals, and you're inevitably going to fail, right? Because it's like it's that one goal by itself is just hard to do. So, like, limit your resolutions to a manageable amount. So they listed the exercise. All you need is a poster pad, a pen, and a wall. Write anything you want to accomplish for self improvement purposes on a post it. Each post-it only gets one discrete tactic. Place each post on the wall. You know, it's pretty much giving you an idea of how to keep track of all of your resolutions for the year. But honestly, I think every year, one or two things that you're going to work on, and honestly, like build upon it, right? Maybe it's when you did this. You want to build on that, on top of that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, number four, be specific. Like, you know, having a smart goal. Smart is specific, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's relevant, and it's time sensitive. So, like, you don't just say, I'm going to lose weight. Like, you got to be like, I want to lose, you know, 15 pounds. I want my waist to be smaller or I want to, be, you know, gain more muscle. Now, each of those scenarios have different exercises, different meal plans, right? Different outlooks those specific goals you can measure those and you don't want to say you know if you were size 20 you're going to be a size eight in three months again that's if you do a cocaine <laughs> you know what i mean that's like that's just just There's not going to happen there are ways to do that i mean well okay i'm you mean like 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 out Outside of surgery, right? Okay, I mean, there's, there's I hear Ozempic is a big thing right now. Yeah, man, listen, I mean, I was thinking about that stuff the other day. That's just not. They started to put the caveat of with with uh with daily exercise or whatnot. But you know, people ain't trying to. They ain't trying to hear that. It's like that's why I'm taking a shot, bro. I ain't trying to exercise. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'll take a couple pictures at the gym, but I ain't trying to go go. You know what I mean? That's why, bro. I mean, I'm not judging. I feel like I'm judging people. No, I'm not no judging, judging, but you no know, judgment, but it's man. but the truth is, you know, this stuff stay off the right way when you work out, but you know, whatever, whatever works. Break up big goals and smaller goals, number five. And uh, number six, write down your goals. That's something I actually do a lot. I've been doing a lot for a long time, just writing down the stuff, man, just, just so I can see it. 
You know what I mean? So and, and realize like, ah, that's actually not a real goal. It's you know, because in your head it feels one way. Uh, pause, but it feels like you know once you once you write it down and look at it, then it's like, yeah, that's, do I really want that? Does that make a lot of sense? Probably not, man. So number seven is share your resolutions with others, right? That's the whole accountability issue, right? You you have any by yourself? Like, I'm going to read every day. And if you tell somebody and they'd be like, hey, you read today? Because you know why we don't tell people? Because we know we ain't going to keep this joint up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm going to leave chocolate alone. I don't tell nobody, though, because when I go over here, they always got free, free cookies. I will say, too, every time I try to give up candy, candy be free. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like, yeah, I'm going to give up candy. I'll go to work. They're like, great. Guess what? We found a whole box of Kit Kats by your desk with your name on it from an anonymous donor. Thanks, guys. Trying to try live right over here, man. Uh, number number eight, automate where possible. So it's just talking about like things where you can, you know, just make it easier yourself to have the goal in front of you or the or the to ways to achieve your goals. So again, if you're talking about working out more, you know, maybe writing out your schedule in advance, having the calendar so you can see. Because the biggest thing too, especially if you don't work out now. If it's not like part of your life is like getting to the gym and figuring out that whole system, like, you know, when to get up, when to go, blah, blah, blah. I like try to figure out ways that can remind you or set alerts or, you know, realistic about you can see over the week or weeks or months where this can fit in for you. Uh, number nine is review your review, review your resolution regularly. That's a tongue twister. And then number 10 if you fall off track, get back on quick. I think that's the big thing, right? That's actually, to me, a very important point, even with this resolution, just with anything. Like one mother always says, they put erasers on the end of pencils because we are supposed to make mistakes. That actually has saved me through life a lot of times, right? Because the truth is, you gonna mess up. Like, even if you're working out all the time, like something happened, you get sick, somebody in family gets sick. Yo, car, you got to do something, to, you know, so you can't go to the gym tonight because of the car. You can't read because, you know, your book was in one bag and you left that bag at work. You know what I'm saying? And now you just, you can't, you know, all you got is your phone, but you got to do something. You know what I'm saying? It's like stuff happens. And I think when that happens, people feel like, oh, man, I messed up. Uh, I suck. Ah, let me just eat all this candy. Nah, man, it's okay. Start over. I mean, nobody goes... 82 and 0. Nobody wins them all. Nobody loses them all. Well, Detroit was getting close. Detroit, yeah, they, to losing yeah. them all. They, 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 they won the game. They, they lose them all. Yeah, they, they, they win one or two. But okay. the point is, you are going to mess up. You're not going to win it all. And you just want to have more wins than losses. That's really that's really the name of the game. I think at the end of the year, if you win more than you lose, you know, you will have had a, a very successful year. You know, because we we don't get through the year unscathed ever. Nobody does. You know, again, my mom says all the time, all the time. Everybody get a turn. Is you know what I'm saying? It's just like you don't. Everybody get a turn in life in terms of like stuff happening. It's just really like how you manage it and how you get through it. That's really how life is. So I encourage you all to keep your resolutions this year. You know, hope one of your res resolutions is to listen to the super duper pie every week because we do not take your listens lightly and we appreciate all that you do uh thank you for rocking with us all these years i think is this year like four we're in is that is that right 
That's all right. It'll be four in June. Four in June, right? Yeah. That, that's crazy. That's yeah, yeah. But you know, you have our word. One resolution we're definitely gonna keep is making a better show for you guys. So we got some good things in store for twenty twenty four. You know, twenty twenty four is a year of rhyming, like in store more. But you go hear all this kind of stuff all year long, guys. So just give you a heads up, man. It's gonna be a big year, as you know. We got the Olympics. Uh, coming up, you know what I'm saying? My kids got a nice milestone year. This is nice. This is a nice little year. We yeah. turned forty. We forty five this year. You did. Ugh. Yikes! Huh. That's I just messed up a good episode. With you that. sure did. Thank <laughs> you. Jeez. Good God. All right. Well, let me go get my Olympic. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh oh. Uh, Forget it. Forget it. Hey, as I miss anything, man? Nah, you covered it all, man. Hey, man. Well, guys, again, appreciate you. Hope Happy New Year to you, because I guess according to Ed's, I can't say it after the 7th. Seventh. So ha- happy Happy New Year to you guys. Make we'll sure you take Happy it. New Year on the, on the 11th. Who wants to if you haven't seen them, Ed's, it's appropriate. I tell you what, I'm not telling nobody Happy New Year next week. No. <laughs> okay. Even if somebody you haven't seen yet, you haven't no. talked to them, they seen you know texts at midnight, nothing. They gonna say Happy New Year, Edge. You gonna say Shut up. You shouldn't be telling me that now. It's over. <laughs> that's that's horrible, dude. Yeah. Either I, I, either way. Happy New Year. Make sure you take care of yourselves and each other. Hey, Mama. This is the Super Duper Podcast. Champagne, real pain, real pain, champagne from you and I. Wait, you or I? Now that's champagne, if you was I, would you be off on this campaign? Is it suicide? If you know that bringing hope here is how careers die. Or do the K stand for kamikaze? The J silent is everywhere, you can feel them falling. Sugar, lately, I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This said, how you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you blessed. I woke up.